Flex is over, but here on Post Show Recaps Theater, we are just getting started. Vroom, vroom, can you hear that? I'm sure you can. My name is Ariel, and I am here in my car, ready to race. And I am joined, as always, by my co-driver. I don't have a license, so really, Grace has to drive. Grace, what's up? I'm in the back seat. (laughs) You're driving. Uh huh. Yes, this will be fine. It's just a race. I don't have to know how to actually drive. I just have to go forward. There'll probably be like helicopters and boats and all sort of stuff that'll get in our way anyway. So you know, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. But there's a lot. There's a lot of different kind of vehicles in this movie, like you said. So we needed a we needed a third person to come help us. Uh, so we got a fast expert. Let's see, an expert. Well. Uh, it's Jason Reed. What's up, Jason? uh ariel grace i'm good uh happy to be here to uh i don't know i don't know if i'm a fast expert uh, i i don't want anybody to test my trivia knowledge i have seen all the fast movies seen probably most of them you know week or weekend of release wow uh, so you know i i'm here to uh to talk about the latest ridiculousness that has uh come across our screens uh you know they they told me uh, i wouldn't be allowed to talk about fast and furious but they made one mistake <laughs> it didn't take away my podcast microphone. <laughs> Some uh, bitches. What a what a coincidence! I watched all the Fast and the Furious movies over the last like three weekends. So really, wow. you hadn't Not seen any of them before this? None of them. Wow. I think like I probably saw the first one like you know when it came like not in theaters but like on a dvd at somebody's house but no really didn't stick with me and then i can't believe this is the 10th one ariel real i mean actually 11 because the hob and shaw movie Hobbs but... and shaw yes i forgot i saw that in the theater i forgot like as usual with these movies i just see them and i forget i haven't seen all of them but i think i've seen all many pieces of all of them on tv they just kind of all jumble kind of thing what you've seen if you've seen five i think you've basically seen them all basically right i mean five five was one, becoming more and more important right jason yeah i mean one through four i mean if, if we liken it to the mcu one through four oh. all the separate movies fast five is the avengers of the fast oh. franchise where everyone comes together we we pull this like fantastic heist so i mean if you want to think about it in, in those terms and for me there are two like two eras of the fast and the furious right there's one through five and then there's six through now ten. One through five is you know i mean you could say they are somewhat believable in ways not ridiculously unbelievable but six through ten is just like what what are we doing what are, how did we get here uh there are no more physics uh dom is kind of like a cult leader at this point and every other word is family uh, so there are two for me specific eras of the fast franchise. I kind of feel like as I was watching them, it's like okay, one and two are what it, what it. they're like. They're exactly what I thought the movies were, and why I didn't really watch it is like about dra- like you know drag racing and what and not the drag racing that I have right. watched. Uh, yeah. Something else. Uh-huh. And then Tokyo Drift happens, and they're like, forget Vin Diesel and and Paul, <laughs> forget them, and they're like, oops. Actually, no. Bring the backs for four. <laughs> I, they I'm just a Tokyo it... Drift. I'm a Tokyo Drift apologist. I'll it's say that. I, I enjoy it's Tokyo fair. Drift. It's fine. And then fast four, they literally call it Fast and Furious. They're like, we're we're back to what we did. Mm-hmm. And then five is like, you know what? We could do a lot of weird stunts, and like these all could just be heist movies, and we could bring in every big name ever. Just it's like so you start getting like 
like a, the, I feel like the bondification kind of is like uh, of the Fast and the Furious, where like it's like okay, big villain, uh, you know, big action sequences, stupid stunts, cars, family, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. and I mean by now we're at Fast Ten, and it's gotten a little formulaic in a way. It's like. Sure crazy villain who's out to destroy dom and the family but then next movie villain from last movie becomes oh ally who is now after the next big villain who will probably become an ally in the next movie that literally has that right that's jason statham it's, is like it's who? happened every time yeah just about yeah, yeah. i mean jason statham uh giselle in fast and furious 4 oh, hobbs so hobbs in five hobbs, right yes yeah. hobbs in five Sh- uh, statham in six Shaw. um uh who's, yep, who's seven uh whatever Shaw, doesn't Shaw matter. Is seven cypher is eight right cypher. Uh, cypher yeah jacob was nine jacob is nine yeah so they oh, all so- just like they're on the team now and then, like in their debut movie, the villain has no personality. They're just a killing machine uh, out to get the family. But I then, mean, by no, the next movie, they have a quirky personality, and I mean, they're they're throwing out quips and no, jokes. No spoilers, but not not the case for this one. Not the, the, the villain not having any personality it might be one of the very yes, few is, things that people the, are like yeah, loving this is about. The exception. This is the, definitely the exception for that rule. This is wild. Like I, I, I can't I can't wait to get into spoilers. <laughs> uh, you know, you would spoil yourself if you didn't subscribe to the podcast, posterrecaps.com slash movies for your uh, URL podcast catchers. I I will say, okay, so Fast 9 was the first one that I saw in theaters since the first one, I believe. Like, there might have been one other one that I've seen that I'm forgetting. I will admit that is a total possibility. But it had been a long time since I had seen one in theaters. And then I saw all the buzz around fast nine and the trailer looked fun. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go like worst case. It's awful. I had a blast fast nine. I was like, this is so much fun. It's candy, right? It's just candy for the screen. You could, your mileage may vary on whether you like it or not, but at the end of the day, it's not boring. As I like to say around here, you know, grace, it was, that wasn't boring. This movie, I was like, okay, it, it was, itself i think it, it it did make sense in like the overall uh structure of the universe i mean last movie they went to space like this movie they weren't going to do anything that i was going to be like okay like this is too so crazy i heard to this ridiculous. and then they went to space i was like they're barely in space yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was too yeah yeah i was that the celebrities go on nowadays yeah. to go to shatner was space. in the back seat of that car yeah exactly yeah. they did they did go to space this this movie, I, I mean, to, to the Jason Momoa point, first of all, he is doing the most the entire time, and he's just like, like, what if the Joker had a baby with? Oh, I can't remember who else I compared him to in my head now while I was watching the movie. It's like, oh, he's doing the Joker and this other thing, uh, and but like also with like severe, crazy bloodlust and super violent, like. And he's having fun at least, right? So like that part of it, I was like, okay, just a moment, whatever. You're getting paid, I understand. I just, I I was a little bit disappointed in that the movie for everybody else, like for the majority of the other characters, wasn't as fun as the last one. And it felt a little bit like, uh, like handcuffed, I guess, by like the overall structure. Now, I didn't even know until after this movie that there were going to be three of them. So maybe my expectations were well, lower. But it did well at the box office. It's it's uh, basically going to it's definitely going to make its money back probably this week. It seems like mm-hmm. um, it's up I against did... Little Mermaid this weekend. So I feel like that has a good shot of like retaining it, the audience that like the, the, not this not 
not a huge crossover, I think, between Little Mermaid and Fast 10 goers. So, Surprise. you know, I... Th- th- I think for sure one more. I think we'll talk about why that is the case uh, during the podcast. Three, I don't know. I don't know if they got three. Uh, two more after this one. I mean, well, Vin Vin said this is a double-parted finale. And then in the last week or so, Vin's like, you know what? We could probably do another one, make it a trilogy to end this. Why not? Uh-huh. I, I do think it's hilarious and feels so fast franchise to like, let's take everybody else does a two part finale like Harry Potter and Hunger Games and like all the big franchises go for the two part or Mission Impossible doing it this year and then next year or the year after fast is like no let's do three like it's just so ridiculous and so them so i guess on that level i respect it but i do worry about if there's enough gas in the tank overall Ooh, nice pun yeah thank you (laughs) yeah i mean this is this is showing signs of wear in this movie i think in the past like three movies it's become really it's become really formulaic where dom has a personal mission to uh you know to take care of and everyone else is kind of like support of dom right I think in this in this movie, I I termed uh, Roman, Tej, Ramsey, and Han as the four Stooges because they're just off doing God knows what. They are they are kind of shown to be a little incompetent in this movie, to be honest. Yeah, and it's like why are y'all here? It just seems like y'all are here to be here, and I'm I'm not even sure if it's like a planned thing where is it either Vin Diesel really wants his own little movie and he's like fine y'all could be in oh, it like keep him out of the way him. oh yeah or is it like we don't want to work with Vin Diesel because Vin Diesel is a notorious onset diva unprofessional it's why <laughs> the rock quit uh these movies it's just like you can do your thing over here we'll stay over here Jason, I, yeah. I learned so much very quickly. I learned so much in the last like 10 minutes before recording. I was watching this like fast universe explained video on YouTube and it went into all that Vin Diesel drama on set. And I was like, wow, I learned a lot just now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this movie gave me pretty much exactly what I was expecting. So like, it, you know, again, is it like the best movie I've ever seen? Certainly not. And I do think, you know, watching all of them at once, for me, a, a thing that's been really hard in terms of like basically binge watching the Fast and the Furious movies, they all pretty much blend together it's really hard to not know like they're like that this is a reference to fast five we're like sure that was the middle that was the middle of me watching um and then i think the other piece is i do feel like i think that the high point of the series for me of the the movie series is unfortunately like paul walker's passing i think they handled it really well and really interesting and and there's part of it's like gosh that probably should have maybe been the end because it's such a i actually really like what they did but it does make it moving past that moment and and i'm worried about spoiling like what that fast seven is that the his last one so they don't kill they don't kill him off he gets to like he literally rides off into the sunset right uh and he and so he's still kind of like they have to pretend that he's still around, but he he's, can't he's, be in. He's, he's taking care of his own kids, you know? Right. But he can't be involved in any of the others. And it's so funny because the they whole thing is like him. his family. And it's like, yeah, but Dom's like child is in danger. Like this, like one of the best drivers in the world is good. like whatever. But I think it makes it a little tricky. But the other pieces, I feel like that's such a good. It was such a good emotional weight because there's real. It's like we in uh, Black Panther Wakanda forever. Like uh-huh. we're both mourning the loss of black panther but also chadwick boseman and so they hit this like really great note on this like kind of you know this like silly car franchise that we like and then but the other piece of that is that i actually think like losing paul walker like they have they they haven't decided to like 
put somebody next to Vin Diesel who mm. can like at least try to match like so much of the this movie and what's supposed to work is it's so much uh like his like Dom's story and then you have to rely on like Vin Diesel being the one to like be the person who's like doing the emotional scenes and you're like oh gosh it's tough but okay whatever sure all right fine Vin Diesel Vin Diesel and all his emoting you know it's oh it's, tough. it's, so it's tough. definitely tough and they try I think they really tried to make the rock uh Vin yes. Diesel's new buddy but the rock was like yeah no you suck I'm I'm out of here real life so people tough. weren't interested yeah so tough uh I think I do think it's it's interesting. I had this, you reminded me, Grace, what you were saying. I was having this conversation with my friend and I came up with this like theory that I don't, you know, I, I am at best, a ca not even a casual of, of the franchise. So like you could poke holes in this, but I thought about like, you know, losing people in real life. And obviously that's really tragic, but like, I thought about the dark Knight, Right. And like how losing Heath Ledger, like kind of the movie was already going to be incredible, but it just like propelled it to this level of like emotion and and uh, like anticipation that like the movie maybe wouldn't have had as much of without that. Right. Yep. So here it's I wondered, like, is was the passing of Paul Walker? Did it give the thing actually longer legs than it would have had otherwise? And like were like that. That was such a popular thing. And it was such an emotional moment, like across, you know, the, the franchise that it's almost like, you know, did it propel the thing further? I mean, whatever. Paul Walker had still been around. They would have made like a million of these maybe, but it was just a thought I had. No, I think it's a fair point, uh, Jason. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Furious 7 was definitely more uh, in, similar to A Dark Knight because by the time the Furious 7 had come out, Paul Walker had passed. So everybody wanted to see what this was going to be, how they were going to honor him. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, that could have propelled it, but I also think it's part of like, we want to see stuff crashing into other stuff. Give us more of that. Uh, because by the time Fury 7 came around, it had gotten to be that that type of movie anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the Transformers. Um, yeah, exactly. All right. I think I hear the kettle. It is time to spill the PSRT. Again, and then we can finally speak freely about spoilers, although we're doing a pretty damn good job so far because the movie's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. Dominic and his team are tasked with stealing a computer trip, a uh, computer chip, excuse me, from a truck in Rome. Dom, Letty, and their son Brian stay okay. behind. Little B. Little B. Uh, <laughs> I do love when they call, especially in a really dramatic moment. Little B. Like, it's just like you wouldn't call him that. Get over here, little uh, B. <laughs> little B. Uh, uh, Dom, Letty, and their son Brian stay behind, and Cypher shows up at their house wounded. So she says that she was attacked by Dante Reyes, and we get some great flashback action here. Uh, Dante Reyes, played by Jason Momoa, who is the son of Herman Reyes from Fast Five, who was played by that guy that you know, but you don't know his name. Uh, the father. So we get some montaging and like some alternate angles of stuff that went on in that movie that you should remember if you watched it, apparently. Uh, so Dom and Letty learn the Rome instruction is a setup. So our friends are in danger. So Dom and Letty try to go and save their team, but a bomb rolls out of the van that the crew has taken over. Dom manages to try to send the bomb into the river, suppressing the explosion. Letty is arrested. They're all blonded, uh, branded as terrorists. And which is Dante's plan because he's an evil genius, apparently. Uh, Brian was being taken care of by Mia, but an armed team tries to kidnap them. Jacob, John Cena, uh, shows up and takes Lil B. 
and Mia's like previous bad guy. Now he's a good guy, and he's bro. super, yeah. super quippy and witty. He's their brother, and Mia like gives him a kiss, like, "Hey, bro." <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah. I do love that. That stuff I absolutely love. So John Cena, who is somehow in the same family as uh, Dom Toretto yep. and Rita Moreno. Yep. That's yeah, right. that incredible. One, I don't know. Incredible stuff. And also, like in this movie, they basically keep him on the comedy side of things completely and like have him not just comedy, but like child comedy, you know, yep. like uh, he's getting like the, the, uh, you know, like the, the dopey sound effects and stuff. And I think that's arguably like where he does his best work. John Cena, you know, not disrespect. Yeah. Uh, so that's good that they put him there. Maybe he just didn't want to work with Dom either. And nobody wants to work with uh, Vin Diesel. Maybe it's just like, sure. this is his way of getting yeah, on. All the new people have to work with Vin Diesel because they don't know, <laughs> they don't know Vin yeah. Diesel yet. They don't know they don't want to work they with They haven't him. put in their due. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's going to uh, be weird the next one when Jason Momoa is like not in any scene with them. <laughs> yeah, Brie Larson and Jason Momoa are like, yeah. I don't understand what the big deal is. I'll work with Vin Diesel. And by the end of the production, like, I don't ever want to work with that guy again. Don't put me in a room with him ever again. Yeah. Never again. Uh, speaking of Brie Larson, her character Tess shows up. She is revealed to be Mr. Nobody's daughter somebody from uh, previous movies kurt russell yeah kurt russell i knew that uh but he believes uh tess believes that the crew are innocent and uh uses god's eye like a ai finder chip thing uh to find dom in naples so she tells dom that dante is in rio uh meanwhile in rio dom and dante agree to race along with uh Diogo and he's from a previous movie. Oh, he's from and Five. Then, yeah. I was saying I was going to say that. Yeah. And then Isabel is the younger sister of Elena, who's the mother, little B's mom, who, who got shot by Cipher. Like who coincidentally yeah. is the person racing with Dom in this race? I How that comes it, to be is a co coincidence. <laughs> I thought it was like Brian's daughter. I was like, what? Who no. is this chick? Like, is this like Brian's daughter? And why is she so old? But it's fine. I'm choosing to move on. Uh, is what I thought to myself. Uh, so Dom saves Isabel from her car exploding because Dante is there and uh, he's like, but he's the other car, not just racing. He's also yeah. like being yeah. shady and bombing the other and, you know, making Dom choose between who to save. And ultimately he uh, saves her. So Dante wins the race, which is just like the evil thing to do. You're like, well, I'm going to win the race anyway, even though I exploded. There's the literally car. a line. Can I just say, I know we're like, yeah, we skipped through this recap and then we get it. But it's like, he's like, uh, if, if you win, uh, you know, I'll do whatever you want. If you win, <laughs> if you win, if I win, sorry, he's like, bad news. You don't want to find out. And then yeah. he just wins the race. And, <laughs> and then, like, nothing no, happens. Con no consequences at all. No consequences. You don't want to know because it's still only part one of three. So I can't That's tell right. you. Right. Uh, so Tess visits Letty in the CIA black site. She wounds her to send her to the medical facility in a very confusing moment for Letty. And then Letty wakes up and sees Cypher laying next to her, and they agree to work together. They learn that they're in Antarctica, which is crazy. In London, the crew finds out that their bank accounts have been drained because Dante is a monster, and now he's targeting their money. Roman has some cash hidden because he's literally, I guess he doesn't trust in the banks, yeah. and he doesn't care about FDIC insurance, and he has literally the cash on his person, so he has money for them to use stuff. They go to a supply shop run by Bowie, who's Pete Davidson, which I was like, all right. However, Bowie reports them to get the bounty on them classic Pete davidson move they turn up uh they turn to deckard shaw for help played by jason statham ames who's alan who's played by alan richson he's like in this movie and he 
turned he's like the reverse like you think that he has been the person who has now also turned with dom but he did like the reverse fast and furious and he, he has like turned evil works for the agency and he's like actually in charge like mrs no like mr nobody's kid isn't in charge he's in charge he's like they're terrorists but then like when like they're stuck he's like oh you're not that bad and he helps them and they, then they make you think them. he's going to be the next uh Hobbs, yeah but, right, uh, not right. no but instead right. he's the next don oh but by the next movie he's absolutely going to be the next <laughs> You'll <laughs> absolutely yeah, not be the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, we do, they do want to keep Alan Richardson around, I think. Yeah. Uh, Ames joins Dom and uh, fights them off because they are, uh, Dom has been ambushed by Dante's mercenaries. So it turns out that uh, Dante reveals that he has been kidnapped, that he has kidnapped Isabel. A sniper wounds Tess. That was sad. I was like, Captain Marvel, where are you? While Dante steals the God's eye and uh, steals the God, God God's eye and learns that Brian is in Portugal. Damn, Lil B's in danger Thank now. You. So Dante manages to kidnap Little B, shocking. And Jacob sacrifices himself in an explosion to help Dom get away so that he can chase after Dante. Dom rescues his son, but ends up being trapped in a dam right on like the bridge part and there are two trucks coming on either side and Dom does the only thing that anyone would think of to do in that moment which is to drive off of the thing down the dam while that it's exploding and Ames proves himself to be a double agent as I spoiled previously and shoots down the plane carrying the rest of the crew they're trying to kill everybody he wants them to suffer Dante explodes the dam and this is when Vin Diesel's like I am Queens Boulevard and he runs down the dam uh and, and meanwhile in antarctica and that's how like his part no ends. they 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 do the whole like there's an explosion and he mm -hmm. drives off the dam and right. then like the car crashes but they swim oh, out and they get like, in the water we're, right oh we're yeah. good and then, and then it's like no actually i'm gonna explode now <laughs> i'm gonna explode knew, the dam is, i knew this was gonna happen the whole time and i sent charges <laughs> on the whole dam to now drown you yeah and then the that's the cliffhanger uh, that like the dam is exploding uh, I didn't. I I kind of missed that. I, I well, it makes that. no sense, but whatever. It's fun. That's wow. I mean, that that's that that actually makes more sense. That he he pulled a dam. Uh, okay. Meanwhile, back in Antarctica, uh, Giselle, played by Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, uh, shows up, and I think she was another person who was supposed to have died. Yes. But she so shows many up people. This movie, this movie's love. That person died, but they're actually dead. This everybody has died, so but not has not it. died. It's so good because who if they can't die, it makes sense why some of them haven't died. You know, it kind of just makes sense. So uh, yeah. she shows up, saves Letty and Cypher because she shows up in a submarine. And then in another mid-credit scene or in a mid-credit scene, Dante promises to kill Luke Hobbs, who shows up and takes off his mask and the rock is back. And I thought he was never coming back. And that was a big surprise. And that's the end of the movie. Wow. Because Hobbs is the one who actually like they crash the vault. The vault stuff is great from Fast Five. Or like they like pull the vault and he just uses the vault. They kind of do the same thing in this movie with helicopters attached to the car. Uh, but yeah, the vault like get an homage to the to Fast right, Five, right? And then but then Hobbs gets out and like just like kind of like nonchalantly shoots uh, shoots exactly. Dante's father. Uh, so so uh, Jacob though, who died in a fiery crash, he's not dead, right? He's going to show up. At oh, he's definitely not up. dead. He's for Hilarious. sure not dead. He died with like there's like 50 bombs in the car that the he only, flipped and died. He's not dead. He's absolutely the only dead. people that are dead dead are people that have been shot in the face or like right. in the stomach. <laughs> Even then, I do expect some face off stuff. Like, you know, literally, like Elena, 
you know, as far as we know for right now, is dead dead because she was shot point blank in the face. And the weirdest part about the Fast and the Furious franchise, and and all love and respect to Paul Walker, the only people people who are actually dead are also not dead in the in Fast. <laughs> That's true because it's like Paul, don't come out from that room. Or, yeah. Brian, don't come out of there. We're handling this. We don't need you. Where's Brian? Oh, he's keeping the, he's keeping his kids safe. That's that's what he's doing. He went to get the pizza. Don't worry about him. Mia, she's here. She's back. <laughs> I love when Giselle opened it and she just started singing Imagine. Uh, that, was <laughs> that was the best part of the movie. They try shooting at her and she's using her bangles to like That's right. dodge. Um, yeah, what what an incredibly ridiculous movie, like you said, Jason. What is the so what is the takeaway? Like yeah, what's the headline? Or what, what's the headline? Because my headline was, oh my god, they're making three. <laughs> <laughs> but like going out of this, besides like I guess the obvious uh cliffhanger, what else are we what else are we taking from this? I mean, I think it's it's kind of a, a normal entry in the fast, you know, franchise. It's not I don't think it's anything even to take away from it's like fast and furious, still ridiculous. Like that is like <laughs> the headline. This this movie, I think more than others, was a lot more comedic, I would say. And I think it's interesting that in nine we went to space. We didn't really try to top it. I feel like yeah. since maybe a since maybe Fast Six, we've done stunts and we've said, "All right, next movie, we're topping it." But I feel like they didn't really do that this movie at all. Yeah. So what do you get? We got we got the the bomb rolling down to to blow up the Vatican. Yeah, that's our huge um, set piece. Yeah, we got obviously the helicopter, like the fight, like the that whole sequence on the highway in Portugal. Uh, we get that. Are there any other like really big? There's there's some of the the. Well, we got the, a requel. Canon. We got a requel of Fast Five. Like we yeah. got some other angles. Oh yeah, they, they show that. We milked that scene. Yeah, with yeah. Dante in it. Uh, there's yeah. Canon Car. Canon Car was Cannon fun. Car is fun. Yeah, so I do. I definitely feel like they didn't go like huge, huge. They they definitely have the 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 pieces uh in there, like the set pieces in there. I think for me, it definitely does feel like you can you weirdly it does feel like they are ramping down and also ramping up because it's a part one of at least a part one or uh, uh, sorry a two-part or three-part uh finale as it were because like we didn't even mention that like helen mirren is in this movie helen mirren just is like chatting on a balcony in rome yeah uh that's not really rome i i I do think for me the piece that um again i think that the storyline of it it felt so MacGuffin-y, I think, this movie of just trying to get like different things, essentially like little B, like trying to make sure he's safe. And and so that works for Dom, I think. But I think that the, you know, the you kind of come to these movies as like it's a super ensemble thing. And they just I felt like tried to give so like the 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 you know the four stooges as you call them get really nothing in this movie and kind of feel like they just get you know, maybe it really is the Vin Diesel thing because they're just like on these sets that are like not nothing to do with it. They're like, why don't you go hang out with Pete Davidson for a minute? And like Letty, like, you know, Gene Rodriguez is hanging out with, with Cypher and, uh, and Brie Larson for a bit. And like, everybody's just everywhere and not together. Like the last scene is we get the, we get the John Cena and Lil B stuff and him no. sacrificing himself. But like the the everyone else shows up in the plane and like it's a trap and the guy shoots it down and it just feels like <laughs> they will also be fine like they're also not dead but that's mm-hmm. so much just to like 
get us to the next that was like to give us the reveal of Ames as a traitor so that mm -hmm. he can be like one of the people that gets taken out either by the end of the next movie or like during the next movie before Dante gets taken out so it's like it just felt very setup-y and like a little discombobulated and then as I said like the, if we're talking about the main track with Dom it's fine but it's just not like you know it's fine you know it's just it's Vin Diesel trying to like be emotional and you're like I don't know <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, in universe, Dom Toretto was supposedly is this, you know, head of this family who gets people to turn their allegiances for him to to kind of die for him and his personal, you know, his personal goals. But I guess he has so much charisma in this universe. I mean, I guess it's kind of a you have to be there type of thing because I, <laughs> I don't really see it. Like, I, don't, I, I wouldn't die uh -huh. for Dom. Why would anyone else die for Dom? Uh, uh yeah brian literally drove away brian was like mm -hmm. i'm never coming back. brian was like i in in universe brian's like i have to take care of my own family yeah. i can't be messing with y'all now so i have to worry about me and my own he like left the crew uh -huh. there's a scene in the last movie where and it's like a thing that it actually is a thing for gina rodriguez where she sees that like oh it'll be like so, like you got we gotta hide they're on the farm or whatever wherever they're living mm -hmm. and he like hides in a bunker underneath the in the barn or whatever and then this movie she comes over and she's like there's someone who shouldn't be here at the house he's like okay like oh god you know and what like, to do <laughs> yeah he's and like, he runs <laughs> to like the bathroom and like yeah and when, when, uh, when jacob shows up I and mean, like all the agency people are there he just goes to the bathroom hides in a corner is that is that what you you've been have... taught to do that's not a good yeah, dom did not tell you hide in the bathroom like i refuse to believe that You know, there there was a really interesting discussion, Ariel, today. Uh, there's an article that Mike Bloom shared in the Discord about what um, it is like, you know, and I felt really, it's, it was like, Mike, come on, you're blowing the game of like, which shows are worthy of like, are, are we ruining shows by like going so deep into shows? like podcast and i i think that there are certainly shows that are better suited for theorizing and whatever and and there's different ways you can do that like some people don't like to listen to a podcast while the show's airing because they feel like you know i might theorize i might say have 10 predictions and nine of them are wrong and one of them is right and then it's like oh my god like grace how did grace know like you know yeah it feels like a spoiler and so there was this discussion that was happening and i just feel like the fast franchise is the best example it's shut your brain off sit at the movies eat about eat, eat some popcorn and you should never think about it once you leave like you should think about like i do think the helicopter thing where like like the vault scene where he's like using the helicopters i don't care if it's realistic or the the physics works it was cool the fact that he like and and Momoa says like in the movie he's like you take me out with it you hit me in the you hit me in my car with the helicopter like, that's pretty cool you know and like so that stuff but like the this movie like sometimes we do this area where like we'll write the recap and I'll just write a paragraph that I'm like that's so silly that's <laughs> what a silly thing to have happened but whatever sometimes, sometimes I'm reading them and I'm like what yeah. is this not just this but like even a movie that I kind of uh that i have more of a comprehension for and more of a certainly more uh retention sometimes re you know re when it's just that like just the plot reading and it's like oh god this it feels so like oversimplified uh but to the point about you know like theorizing and stuff i think at the end of the day whether it's whether it's tv or movies i guess the 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 good ones are going whether you theorize correctly or not 
the the ones that feel good are the ones that make emotional sense by the time the thing comes along right whatever it is and we're not doing a ton of theorizing like we're maybe theorizing a bit about like what because well, we know that a sequel is coming but like we're yes. often like you know we're we're not like waiting because next week fast 10 11 yeah. is coming that'd be amazing thank um, god no 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 amazing <laughs> i want it but i don't want it that fast i need a break like to your yeah. point grace i do think yeah. that makes sense like i think fast nine I enjoyed so much and that was like a complete story right and this my generous take would be that it's pro it feels very much what it is of like it can't it has like a, a very specific boundary that it has to play within because it can't go forward in the story which I would argue is another reason that they should have just made it a little shorter and then they could be like a tighter like good part one of three and like if it's successful just from a narrative standpoint for me as a layman i would want the three movies to feel like a story a true three-part story not just like three separate movies yeah i mean i, I think ariel you said earlier that the the fast movies are like candy they're similar yeah. to like empty calories we, yeah if if you've seen the fast franchise and i think i come at it from a little a little bit of a different perspective because i've in a way uh, growing up with these movies, right? I saw the first Fast and Furious movie when I was 16, fresh license. You can imagine what right. my uh, my adrenaline right. was like leaving the theater with a fresh license <laughs> after seeing the Fast and the Furious. Uh -huh. But like I've seen every movie as they've come out, and really, it's it's built a mythology, and it has built a you know as corny as it is, it has built a kind of family atmosphere, mm -hmm. especially around the four, five, and six. Uh, you know era it's like mm -hmm. the it really is family it's like brian mia and dom are like this this family and you really feel that you feel that the people like uh, a roman and tej who are you know connected to brian that fast five avengers movie was like oh my god this is fantastic now has it gotten a little formulaic has it gotten a little empty calories has it gotten a little uh spectacle of course for sure and that's mm -hmm. how, that's what it's been like but i've grown up with it so now i am used to it and i go into this saying okay yeah. this is going to be dumb fun it's also going to be a little furthering of the mythology and like all the callbacks all the easter eggs in this movie for me were like i was eating them up like i was like that's you, that's so awesome do you know what it actually i feel like it's not uh uh you know unfitting that this movie would cast the rock uh hobbs and shaw i think had roman reigns in the movie and john cena because i do think there is a wrestling sort of vibe to these movies yeah. where mm -hmm. you know when you watch a wrestling show like the idea is that like everybody who comes out is this like character who fits into the part of the show uh even like the guy who comes out first the job is like hype up the crowd to a bit and so everybody plays this this role and there is the thing of you know good guys and bad guys and and wrestling the the thing with wrestling is that it's it's like every week it doesn't have an off season whatever and so you get these guys who have been bad guys and good guys all the time and and fast does this thing a lot where like we as we joke like the bad guy then becomes the good guy so like cypher showing up and being like the enemy of my enemy is my friend and now we got to work together and she ends up working with letty there is a little bit of like i feel like the wrestling nature of that and everybody sort of being uh like larger than like the villains come in and that's actually a lot of ways that good wrestling characters are built is to be you be a bad guy first because you get to like sort of play in that role and then and then you become a good guy but you use the things that like the rock is the best example of this as a guy who was a bad guy and then became a good guy but used all his bad guy stuff because people loved it they're like that's so fun and you know i feel like there's a good transition into the jason momoa uh, the villain of this story. I will just caveat. I think Jason Momoa is probably the most fun part of this movie. He's definitely having the most fun. There's a smidge of me that feels like he's playing this flamboyant, 
you know, you know, and, and on one hand, I love it. And also it's tough when like the only feminine character in the, it, like, like you know, not, fe- there are women in this movie, but like this type of thing is like, comes in as the bad guy, the last bad guy. It, it gives me a little bit of, I don't know if this makes it, but like the Disney, you know, queer coded villain thing, mm. but like put that aside he is pretty darn entertaining in this movie as the bad guy he chews all the scenery and he said this he wanted to play against type he didn't want to be what you said jason all these people come in and they're like i'm super serious bad guy this guy is a guy who's coming in because this group killed his dad and he's like i love blowing things up like and he's like painting he's like talking about his nails being painted like it is an interesting take i think on a villain and not something i feel like he's the, probably the most unique villain we've seen in the fast franchise yeah, I mean, I, I, I really kind of vacillated in between during the movie. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I like this. And it's like, oh, wait, that was kind of ridiculous and dumb and weird to say. So I really kind of went back and forth a little bit. I think by the end, I appreciated what Jason Momoa did and how different it is, right? It is so different than any other Fast villain we've ever seen. So I appreciated that part of it. And by the end, I, I, did, I, did, I didn't really appreciate what he did and what he brought to it. Yeah, I think the my experience was was very similar as far as like the vacillating where I was like, oh, and then Ugh. And it was kind of like between those two things to your point, Grace, like I did feel a little bit of that what you said, but that was all kind of in the that like there were different levels to what wasn't working. And then it was like it felt like some of it was maybe like random or quirky just for quirky's sake. And like maybe he lost uh side of the character a little bit but i think also you know you point to the writing and the rest of the, the movie that's not like he's completely super honed in on what it is and he's probably trying to find it himself but like we all keep saying he's having a lot of fun in a lot of ways that's that's probably the only thing that's feeling fresh in the movie and that's to the movie's credit it felt like a lot of improv, and they were just like, okay, we'll, yeah. we'll just leave that in. That's cool. Like that, That's quirky. That's new. Think about what we didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, and this movie, fun. you know, uh, one of the issues with it is that their director dropped out um, yes, part, part way right. through filming. Yeah. Uh, Justin Lin, who has done a lot of these fast movies, uh, dropped out midway through this one, and uh, Louis Leterrier, uh, you know, came and stepped in and finished it. So there is a little bit of, of that feeling, too, that may lead to some of the kind of jarring changes or kind of weird pacing for this, I would say. I think that could partly be due to that. And also with the Jason Momoa character, it was like, I know they gave the reasoning of, you know, the uh, the crash in Fast Five is what partly what made yes. this personality change. But it was so jarring to see him, like, in the beginning of Fast, of the uh, Fast Five segment of Fast X, just being so stoic and serious, no personality whatsoever. And then all of a sudden now, is a totally different person supposedly 10 years later. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I mean, the, this is another Vin Diesel thing with the, with Justin Lin apparently leaving and Louis Leterrier uh, coming in uh, to replace him. And apparently, and, and, and again, that, that point of like the others, like the other part of the crew feeling really secondhand. It, I, I do feel like that, that, you know, I do, I don't know. I only rumors about what Vin Diesel is like and how much he pushed for what was in this movie. But there is like, you know, when you walk away from this movie, it's like, what happened to anybody other than Dom? Like, like nothing, yeah. right? Like, like the crew uh, got blamed and then stole their money. They get, they get uh, the bounty by by Pete Davidson, and then what, they get they the, plane. the plane. They yeah. crash the plane, and then and then Letty like gets helped by by Tess, 
and then fights with Cypher, but then they make up and they decide to leave and then they get saved by Giselle. Like they literally don't leave, like literally doesn't leave that like Antarctica black side. Yeah. Uh, like that's it. That's it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just to speak to that. It's like, it almost feels like Vin Diesel is thinking to himself, well, people are going to be really mad at me if I fire every single person, but me from this movie. <laughs> right. So let's just give them something to do over here. And then another issue that the production has had in the past is that, you know, Michelle Rodriguez has been really outspoken about like, hey, we need more females in this movie. Uh, mm -hmm. Me and Jordana Brewster, a.k.a. Mia, are the only women here, and we need more representation, which is great. And it's like, okay, yeah, we're going to give you more representation, but we're going to push you over here into your when own When you hang out in section. Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> All you women. <laughs> not Antarctica. Definitely, like, we're, like, on a set, like a futuristic set, you know? Yeah, and then Brie Larson comes in, and it's like, okay, Brie Larson's kind of a badass. That's cool. But then by the end of Brie Larson's, like tenure on the movie she gets shot in the shoulder and Vin, D and Vin Diesel aka Dom Toretto picks her up like the damsel in distress I was like okay that's kind of I think not what we really meant to be to have in this type of movie when Michelle Rodriguez says we need more female representation not to be saving all these women that you're doing let them have a voice yeah. and story of their own also, that is very fun that in this movie, uh, for, like in the past movies, there's been the storyline of like Helen Mirren, like just like basically liking Dom as like what basically like you're like my sons. And then this movie is like, oh, but actually his grandma is Rita Moreno and she's here <laughs> and actually, you know, she's going to hang out for She'll give a speech at dinner and then mm -hmm. that's it. Because yeah. she needs to get the money. Good for her. Good for Rita Moreno. Uh, but yeah, I think to the, to this point of of the other characters, like especially the ones that come to mind from who who were so delightful in fast nine roman and and tej and even like ramsey being like a new character and then just completely sad line sidelined even letty last last movie it's like it just that that was the part that i was disappointed in it in as much as i could be disappointed as someone who kind of has no idea what's going on was just like Oh, but they did it already. I wish they had done a little bit more. But they needed explosions, and they needed Jason Momoa's character to tape people's eyes open on their dead carcasses so that he could play cards with them. That's what we needed. I mean, I guess my hope is like that to be you know to so forgiving of this this the thing. But if the la next one is the last one, and it's so much about family, you know, you got to give those people who have like rounded out the cast like been been, been part of this Aww. thing the whole like the whole way. Uh, you, we, there's got to be something for them in terms of like making sure they have a meaningful end to their arcs. Uh, but then also it's like you know what it Han's arc is that like he died, but they didn't die. His girlfriend died, but now she didn't die. So it's like okay, cool, all right, fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume we're going to get that reunion in the next movie. And it just feels like the Roman, Tej, Ramsey characters have all, for the last, really, almost since Furious 7, 6, yeah. have been really simplified into uh, Roman says things that aren't funny unless they are yelled. So that is Roman's job. Tej and Ramsey are really almost sort of the same person. They just say tech jargon. And uh, we're supposed to understand what they mean. And Han we make just... we make fun of her, and also Ramsey is learning how she's better at cars. She was, but she yeah. knows about cars now. And Ramsey yeah. is uh, um, Han is just like badass and cool because he's badass and cool, and that's really all he's there for. This movie really, I think, more than even the others, really spelled out for me. Like, wow, they have really just simplified these characters down into these that's... type of uh, of characters. They, they're they're giving really nothing to do. I mean, it's the it's the Flanders of Flandersization of a character, and also like the friends, right? Where it's like in the, the beginning, like this. Not the friends were always like the most complex, but by the end, it's like Joey's the dumb one, Chandler's the sarcastic one, Ross is the neurotic one, Monica's the neurotic. You know, like yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That makes sense. Um, 
and you know Char- Charlize Theron at least got like a good action sequence in that flashback so she's given a little bit to do although not much more than that uh she fights but- off a lot of her own people that was good yeah yeah, all those people. Yeah. She's like, you huh. think I would trust you? I'm like, yeah, Charlize, that's yeah, that was that's good. monster right there. Uh, <laughs> she gets to fight Letty, which I, that that was that scene was, good was fight. that scene was famously had no director. It was kind of uh, done oh. by Charlize and Michelle Rodriguez. So I actually would have I actually thought that in a movie where there weren't a ton of like the big action sequences that it could have been fun to 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 go this route of like a lot of like the clo- you know I was thinking the one thing I was thinking as I was watching it I listened to an interview with like uh the director of John Wick and talking about like how just wild it is to like ma- to, to to manage like action sets and how much you have to do and how much safety protocol there was especially with car stuff and I was like it feels like this movie didn't have any of this. not that it, it wasn't a safe <laughs> set but I'm like I'm like it feels all like actiony CGI like it doesn't you know it's not as like so anyway uh but I feel like that could have been a good direction for the movie but th- I thought that that fight was fun but yeah it was one fight yeah. It, was, it was one fight. Actually, hold on. That fight was featured in the trailer a lot. Oh. And I actually thought that it was Letty and Tess. I didn't realize that it was Cypher until I saw the movie. So there you go. It was a twist for me. Like, wow, yeah. this yeah. thing that they that they used too much footage of, I it was actually surprised for me. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations to me. Uh, also, shout out Scott Eastwood, who plays apparently Little Nobody. Yeah, he was in seven i think mm-hmm. is it, he's the guy who's like thinks he can de- undetonate the bomb right he's like yeah, yeah because yeah, because he has an agency kill switch whatever that means he just says words and we're supposed yeah. to know oh he can stop the bomb i have this like, plot device in my pocket that i yeah can, exactly I can utilize that my my favorite is um when the bomb they they divert the bomb into the river uh right near the vatican and it's bl- this massive explosion they're like yeah, and no dead. <laughs> yeah, no way. No way. <laughs> True. <laughs> Averted disaster. We can't have the family be responsible for like any actual for death because then they would actually Although, be like shut down. But I did notice that uh, a little B sets like he's one of the, he hits the button to like it completely blows up a cop car, which I'm like you just put on little B the fact that like, he's, he's like little we'll, 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 you've just committed your first murder, right? Like right in the <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah incredible and i think it was the other, at the end i'm like i i feel like dom has uh plot armor but i i do i was zero percent chance that a kid in a car is like being burnt alive so i'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like this will all be fine this kid is gonna be fine and it's also why the like cliffhanger doesn't work as well like the damage point is like we're not gonna kill a little b like this yeah. is not what these movies do you know yeah. no stakes really in that I thought about it. I was like, wow, are they going to go really dark and actually kill someone here? Like, I didn't think it was a little bit, but there were a couple of times in my mind, I'd be like, selfishly, I would really like that. Like, so it's like real crop and well, I know but that's here's the, but, but Jacob is supposed to be, have been dead. In Dom's mind, his brother just sacrificed himself uh, to help save me. his brother. I think you guys are forgetting... Uh, Dogio, whatever his name oh, was. Dogio, yeah, Dogio. Dogio's dead. Dogio's dead. Dogio. Oh, right. Diogo got exploded. I forgot about him. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. I mean, he's dead. I mean, respect whatever. the dead, y'all. But I mean, he's definitely dead because he's not family. I feel like family. <laughs> I feel like family. He became family when he died and then he gets resurrected. He's yeah, actually I- alive. He's actually going to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Dojo, he's gonna step in at the last moment and save everyone. <laughs> I, I feel do, like unless you're family, yeah. you are you have you do not have plot armor. Family has plot armor. Uh yeah. Elena apparently was not family because I think she's dead dead. I agree. Uh, Jacob, 
I, he's definitely alive for sure. Jacob's alive. Yeah, yeah. Jensen is alive. Yeah. They so, all yeah. at the Olive Garden because uh, family there. The other one, watching all of these movies back to 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 back, is every movie the one scene where it's a drag race and then it's just like women scantily clad and we're all dead. And there's so there's so many people who had for these drag races. There's it's so a many people. Of the franchise for, a, yeah. for a, a, the, a a wonder a beautiful woman to stand there and do the flag wave thing. Remember to, who yeah. we are and what this franchise is. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> this is America. And we this is America. On the street, and nobody has their phone out because reasons. Uh, yeah. So, anything else? I mean, we talked about Jason Statham a little bit, right? Yeah, Jason yeah. Statham Whatever. runs in and runs out of this movie. Uh, a little, a little, <laughs> a little resolution. He from, ran in and ran out of set. Yeah, yeah. A little resolution from uh, Tokyo Drift. Where mm-hmm. Han and and uh, Shaw get to settle their beef, which is settled very quickly. You did try to kill me, which you know for me in Furious Seven or Fury it was it was Furious Eight, and I I almost stopped watching the Fast franchise because oh. the gang just accepted Shaw into their family, uh, so Half easy peasy killed. because he supposedly killed he killed Han at that moment. Yeah, I was very upset with them. Okay, so two years from now, we're gonna probably have Fast Eleven, and and I, so I have two Fast things X I would love to. No, I would yes, I would love to talk about because uh, Jason, I went on a rant a little while ago about how in none of the Fast movies are named the same. They're all named like they all have different like you know whatever like it's mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious, and then it's Too Fast Too Furious. There's like Fast Five, and then there's the Fate of the Furious and F Nine, and now it's Fast X. So I'm wondering what the next one will be called, and also is Jason Momoa in the family by the end of the movie my guess is that i'll see if jason mo is the final final boss i could see them actually killing him for the series to be over and then mid credit scene is like okay but jason Momoa, we actually have a new movie series so he's actually alive and, he's here, <laughs> and he'll be in his own movie yeah quite possibly uh-huh. now if we had more fast to come up i could definitely see him joining the crew joining the family in a support role and capacity so i'm not sure uh, I I wouldn't be surprised by it at all. I wouldn't be surprised if the final final boss is someone that's been behind the scenes the whole time. It's Han, uh, yeah, <laughs> as like the the second movie's villain or something, which was like a drug dealer who he is like the actual big bad of this whole franchise or something. Wouldn't yeah. be surprised by that that he's been puppeting I, every single yeah. villain we've ever had. I could see Momo also being like, yeah, kill me in a really cool way. Actually, yeah, so I could definitely see that too. And then who would be the, yeah, they would reveal the ultimate, the ultimate yeah. bad guy if it's not him. But yeah, it I was supposed totally to be Cypher, but that would, that went to, you know, to nowhere. She, she, you know, braided her hair that way. Uh, I think the, the, the idea that like there could be a spinoff sounds just stupid enough to be true. Like, There's been off plan. They did uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Vin, I think yeah, has I mean, a spinoff of the women plan. I think that's oh, really? one thing I saw. Black yeah, Widow. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I can definitely see Dante's Inferno being the name of a movie. So it sounds <laughs> it's just dumb enough to like. Yeah, know. we already we already had Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they surprise announce that another Hobbs and Shaw is coming out before Fast Eleven, where oh. the the threads that we got from Shaw oh, and Hobbs come together before the next movie with because no one. one wants to work with Vin. So it really is the MCUification of like now the movies are like bleeding and you're connected. Yeah. Spin-offs. Wow. That would actually be kind of interesting to me. Um, 
What a time. What a movie. <laughs> this what a move what a movie this event was. It wasn't yeah. boring, Grace. You know, you know I love it. Boring. Boring. It I mean, boring. random tangent. I would hate to be Dom's neighbors. I just <laughs> That house is having barbecues. The house is getting blown up every other movie. (laughs) People are getting like there are random like women that are injured showing up. Strangers. I just had that thought as they were carting, they were putting uh cipher into the ambulance and and, like leaving the house. So there are all the neighbors that were standing out there, like there's something always going on over at that house. Yeah, we gotta we gotta call the call someone to there's a a private investigator. Somebody (laughs) also drives down the street. There's also like there'd be no parking in this neighborhood because all of their fancy cars that they have are like lined up. There's always the shot of like the car pulling past all the nice cars. Yeah. Yeah. And then somebody comes up to talk to him about it and he's like, they're family. Uh, what does that mean yeah they're family is that all you can say they're family i am he is groot he is Groot. that's true i mean listen we in one movie we had groot uh peacemaker aquaman captain marvel uh black adam black adam black adam incredible transporter and never the two shall transporter yeah uh what a what an incredible incredible uh blender this movie was jason thank you so much for coming on this was no problem this was incredible i've always wanted to talk about the fast franchise and i feel like i got all of my feelings out yes well now you have now we got a couple of years at least to stew on it right and see what's oh yeah yeah i think, I think we get the spin off. yeah i think the next one's due out in 2025 i think Ugh. All right. What else, <laughs> Jason? What else you have going on? What can people find you? Uh, you can find me here on Postal Recaps talking uh, with Marissa Garza about Citadel. You thought Fast mm. and Furious was bad. Wait till you watch <laughs> the Citadel. <laughs> uh, so, I got the spy show for you. Yeah. So I mean, here me and Marissa uh, kind of crap on the show a little bit. Uh, so we have fun <laughs> oh, over there. Too bad. Um, yeah. Also on uh, recently on Robbie's podcast, I was on the podcast Hit or Quit talking about the show Judge Steve Harvey. Yes, which uh, was, was actually so much fun. Uh, I had fun watching the show. I had fun doing the podcast. So check that out. And you can find me pretty much every week also on uh, the Robbie's Podcast Network talking about the show Married at First Sight with my co-host Asia Welch. Uh, a blast of a show that we you do over there. Uh, we have a nice little community over there, a Facebook group. You don't even need to watch the show. We break every single thing down. So come join us over there. I That's love it. For me. it. Grace, what about you? Uh, talking succession, uh, doing the uh, immediate uh, recap with Josh and Jess on YouTube.com. So push your recaps and the deep dive with Dr. Amanda the next day. Yellow Jackets, early buzz pod with Jess Sterling. You and I, Errol, are talking about uh, Dark with Rich Filiberto. And uh, yeah, more movies. I'm on Twitter at Hi from Grace incredible i am also on twitter at that other ariel i'm covering dark like you said i'm covering Grey's anatomy with chappelle uh every month and that is uh i think that's chaotic good i would say (laughs) um and that's it for this episode from us here grace what else is there something big coming out i feel like there's something and i'm not quite remembering it has to do with me i'm not sure going under the sea Oh my God, that's right. It's yeah. my debut. It's been so long since I've been swimming. I can't wait to go back. The Little, Little Mermaid, Mermaid, the live action remake. Finally uh, comes home and we'll be finally. talking all about her and her maybe weird looking friends according to the internet. Uh, but until then, uh, thanks so much for listening. I'm Ariel. That's Grace. We are Bushwick Recaps Theater. Bye. Bye.